Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Studios, the Ausbiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Hey, welcome to the COB. It's great to have you here with us on this Thursday afternoon. It is the 9th of July. I'm Nadine Blaney here with David Scott. Scuddy, how are you feeling now? Feeling great. It's always great to go into the podcast with yourself, Nadine. So, yeah, happy days. Happy days. We saw the market up. Uh, Chikes 200 up about eight tenths of a percent, uh, more muted gains, but uh, you know the XJO up by six tenths of one percent. Muted gains, it was not for the buy now, pay later, for the whole payment sort of space of the Australian market today. Afterpay knocking on the door of 74 US cents, up a cool 11 percent. It's a little bit dizzying though, isn't it? Well, it's almost up a 10 bagger from, uh, from the lows that we saw only a couple of months ago. Uh, is the valuation worthy at this kind of levels? Obviously, a lot of people are thinking so, but you look across more broadly the tech and the growth sectors. Uh, you see, you know, you know, people like Elon Musk openly mocking short uh, sellers. Uh, you see people taking photos of a truck, uh, setting the share price of that company up 34%. They've never made a truck. Uh, you look across you know, a whole gambit of things. Late to the come of brokers who are putting up uh, price targets, uh, and that's been used as an excuse to go and buy into the, uh, these companies. Um, good luck to anyone who's chasing at these levels. I'm not one of them. Do you think that some investors are making decisions with their eyes closed or their nose plugged? Because again, you know, this isn't just a phenomenon that's happening in Australia. If you look to the U.S. tech space, as you alluded to Tesla, but you know, we had Apple at a record high. At the same time, you've got the U.S. Fed buying Apple corporate bonds. Like it's it's all very difficult to make heads or tails of. Yeah, well, that's the that's one of the big problems when you have a, you know, a central bank that's been seen as an absolute market backstop and so you have this thing where the market can't go lower so you've got to go and buy uh, and this is this is troubling uh, and obviously it's not sustainable and it will lead to asset bubbles if not already in place so uh, that's the central banks that have done that there's no other excuse behind it they're the ones who are doing it in the aim of trying to support the economy uh, whilst it's making some people extremely rich uh, I think it may go and lead to some problems down the line. We had a good chat with John Lycos today from Bond Advisor, and he was just alluding to the upcoming earnings season and how it's, it's going to be a big one, but it's also going to be incumbent upon investors to really do the research and really read between the lines when it comes to these financial reports because his sense of it is, is that there's a bit of funny business that might come through in earnings season. What's your view um, through those through those beautiful eyes of yours that were a little bit clouded today. Yes, uh, a bit clouded, a bit, bit wide as well. Uh, but uh, what do I make of it? Well, first and foremost, I tend to listen to credit markets and uh, and bond markets. First of all, uh, they're not giving the same level of exuberance what's going on the stock market. Uh, but realistically, markets can stay irrational. Uh, there's elements of irrationality in the equity market at the moment. Not everywhere, but in some pockets for sure. Uh, but 
it'll come down to you're going to have a lot of companies who'll be able to go and say, well, everything's uh, no is doom and gloom because of the pandemic only. Uh, how markets react to that? Well, they've had everything else thrown at them uh, recently, and they've managed to go and brush it aside. Uh, when it comes to earnings, and as ridiculous as it sounds, when it comes to earnings, maybe they might brush it aside as well. Well, we will be looking forward to earnings reporting season. And uh, yeah, in between now and then, though, there's still lots of companies that are coming out with updates and plenty of M&A activity as well. So recently we had Dempster Holdings um, making a purchase of a smaller company, Volt, that moves in the same sort of business as it's in. And we spoke with Christian Dempstra live from Denver a little bit earlier on. He said that COVID has thrown up a whole bunch of opportunities for that company, ones that he's really excited about. Here's a bit of what he had to say. What we've seen off the back of COVID-19 is a real push into new uh, new areas, in particular uh, education, healthcare and the like. We've recently signed up our first uh, education facility in uh, Colorado, and we're working on a couple of other uh, RFPs and opportunities right now. What I've found during COVID-19 is uh, companies uh, in those different sectors uh, are not aware that these products exist that can help them to track, trace, educate, and monitor uh, their workforce. So uh, really excited by uh, the opportunities right now. And Dempstra just happened to be our stock of the day today. Uh, The share price finished up by pretty close to 6%. We chatted with two of our expert guests about this one. Claude Walker from A Rich Life. Let's hear what he had to say. We heard from the CEO very recently, they do actually have a fairly simple thesis for this, which is they like this Vault solo product and they're seeing it being really relevant to the market right now. Now, A, that makes a lot of sense from a pandemic perspective because this helps companies track workers and where they've been. This could allow them to contract trace. And second, I think Damstra would know since they're talking to these customers all the time. So for that reason, I remain a holder and I won't sell any more. I don't intend to sell any more right around now because... I think that there's a good story here and I still really admire Damster as a business. It's a young company on the stock exchange, a lot of excitement. There's always excitement with those companies. So I would agree with with Claude that you can add Damster to your, because it is in that exciting part of the market, but you have to do it with, in a way that you don't, you don't risk your portfolio or your return on it because there's no track record. Right. That's the problem with small cap companies. Yeah? They yeah. don't have a track record. They look exciting at one point, but you go a little bit further down the track and you might actually lose all your money. Right. So with caution and with risk management, I think you can, you can add a company like Damstra. So that was Rudy Philippek van Dyke finishing off the thoughts on Damstra, which was the stock of the day. And the ticker code for that one is DTC. Now, another company that got a big boost today was a little biotech. So it's called Recce Pharmaceuticals. By the end of the session, it was up 51%. Two of its drugs will participate in a CSIRO coronavirus trial in the priority one candidate group. We spoke with its executive director, James Graham. He was just, you know, really, really excited about the prospects, not just for the drugs, but for the company itself. And um, yeah, if you'd like to access that interview in full, 
you can do so by listening to or, or by accessing that via the show notes. And I should have mentioned as well, you can listen to that entire interview with Christian Danstra via the show notes as well. I may as well keep going on this tangent, um, Scotty, because we had a lot of interesting guests on today, one of which was Uvu. You may not have heard of this company. It's a media tech company. It's making a huge announcement right about now in the US. It has linked up with WordPress. Uh, WordPress is massive. If you're not aware, it's actually responsible for you know, about 1.3 billion active websites. It is absolutely massive. And Uvu's will essentially be distributing video, uh, you know, right around the world in partnership with WordPress. And we spoke with Ricky Sutton uh, earlier this morning. He's really bullish on the future of news and we like that. Bullish on media. Um, I think that um, as, as agonizing as COVID has been, it's actually reminded everybody that truthful news actually matters. Yeah, and so everybody's had a moment to stop and navel gaze a little bit and just decide that real news really matters. Um, and so that means that just putting stuff live because it trends or put it live because it might drive page views isn't the way to go. I think that real journalism has benefited from this. And that was Ricky Sutton from Uvu. It's not listed. It is an Aussie scale up but i was chatting with ricky after the interview in the break and he was saying look as soon as the word got out that they'd inked this deal with wordpress he was being hunted down by usvc they're raising more capital there it's just such an interesting story and a bright future ahead for uvu and hopefully uh you know bright brighter days for for journalism for quality journalism let's hope so as well let's hope so okay uh coming up tomorrow it's a quiet one here in Australia. We do get a read from the ABS. It's called Microdata, Participation, Job Search, and Mobility. I mean, we always read them. We always mine them for any sort of insights into what's happening out there, but it's obviously not anything that's going to be market moving. Uh, tomorrow night, though, we get the producer price index in, uh, in the U.S. I mean, inflation is nowhere to be seen, really, right around the globe. We had that Chinese read today. Did you spend much time delving into that, Scotty? Uh, I couldn't read it at the time, but I, I, I heard about it. Uh, so the producer prices one is the one that I look more closely at, and uh, it was very soft again, uh, below expectations. And the way you've got to look at that is that being factory gate prices, they're very influential on things like export prices and therefore consumer prices uh, in major democracies like United States, Australia, the UK, Europe, etc. So uh, by falling year on year, they're essentially exporting deflation around the world, which will make it more difficult to lift inflation for central banks. Well, we start off serious here at AusBiz tomorrow morning. Uh, we will be speaking with Carl Tenenbaum. He is the Executive Vice President and Chief Economist at Northern Trust. That's at 9, 10 a.m. But we will also be speaking with plenty of CEOs. And one of those is Sam Swinnell. He is the CEO of PointsBet. So we talked to them a few weeks ago and they were really talking up their expansion into the US. Well, they've had a few wins lately, so we'll be getting a status update from PointsBet. And then we start to get a bit of a Friday feel here on Ausbiz later in the day. We've got a guest, Adelia Potts from King's Cross Distillation Distillery. So it's cocktail hour on Startup Daily. Apparently we've got a bartender that's gonna be making gins as well. Mark that in your calendar, Scuddy. And we, I think I'll be on air, by the way. <laughs> we'll also be speaking with, in the water cooler, 
Renee Bunster, she is the founder of Bunsters. So she made a recent equity raise. So she raised capital to fund the production of her world famous hot sauce. I don't know if I should say the names, but um, yeah, you'll have to tune in tomorrow at 3.10 a.m. We'll hold them up for the camera for everybody to read. It's, it's cute. And um, you know, we'll wrap it all up with Shane Oliver. He gives us a great weekly wrap and sets us up for the week to come. So, Scuddy, that's today, that's Thursday. There was lots going on, and it's a Friday tomorrow. It's a Friday, so all eyes tonight on the jobless claims out of the United States. That'll give us some insight, and I think that will probably set the tone, at least uh, in some parts of the equity market, I uh, know, when we uh, rock in tomorrow morning. Look forward to seeing you then. You too. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.